Thank you very much, uh, hey. Hillary. Appreciate that. Uh, I'll tell you about Rough Greens today. Uh, of course, we have... Uh, how many dogs do we have between us at this point? I have two. How many do you have now? Just one? I I have one. Okay. I only have one. Yeah. Well, I mean, I hey, like dogs more than you, Thank you for bringing up the death of... Thanks for bringing up the death of our beloved Ella. <laughs> You're the worst. I hated that dog. I hated <laughs> <Aww>. that dog. <laughs> oh... So, Only because she tried to attack me. She she was Tanya's dog, and mm. I would play with the kids, and she would try to attack me like I was hurting them. And I'm like, oh, stop your dog. <laughs> anyway. <sighs> anyway, Rough Greens is great for them. Uh, if you haven't tried it yet, really do try. I told you earlier, Uno uh, stopped eating over the weekend. Uh, and he was like, what? You're just giving me the dry dog food? I don't think so. Where's my A1? That's what he was like without a Rough Greens. Uh, Rough Greens. Roughgreens.com. Don't run out or your dog will turn on you. Uh, R-U-F-F-Greens.com slash back. It changes their health. It changes the way they act. It's great. Roughgreens.com slash back. Welcome to the uh, program. Great show for you today. Uh, Stu, have you recognized uh, lately, have you just noticed how cowardly Barack Obama is? You know, I, I, I mean, no, I noticed you I, did a big segment on that uh, on Tucker Carlson last night, and it was yeah, a pretty interesting observation. Just, we should talk about it. It was that he's, that he's just so cowardly. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I think it's something that all of America should start discussing, and we'll do that in 60 seconds. <laughs> Program. <laughs> uh, summer is basically here at this point. It means getting out in the warm sunshine, actually enjoying life again, being around people. Remember that? Remember that? It's happening mm. all over the mm. country. Even if you happen to live in a blue state, it's even happening uh, now. Uh, if you're looking to look your best and you want to get rid of those crow's feet or sagging jawline, means you should be checking out Chamonix's line of amazing skincare products. You're not going to be disappointed. Right now, Chamonix is celebrating with a sale you're going to love. During GenuCell's summer blowout, get the brand new Zotique Deep Correcting Serum absolutely free with your order. GenuCell can work miracles for your skin. And for a limited time, your GenuCell order includes the GenuCell Jawline Treatment and the legendary GenuCell Anti-Wrinkle Moisturizer free. Give your skin the best care that money can buy and look 10, 15, even 20 years younger. And Chamonix is going to make sure that this happens for you because they promise you'll see results within 12 hours guaranteed or your money back. No risk here. Go to GenuCell.com or call now 800-577-8709. 800-577-8709. You get the three free gifts today. Don't wait. Give them a call. 800-577-8709. Or go to GenuCell.com. G-E-N-U-C-E-L.com.
All right, America, here we are, facing a Thursday together and feeling pretty good. Uh, last night, you know, you might see that uh, you might see the left coming after me uh, again. Oh, I welcome it. I welcome it. Last night I was on Tucker Carlson uh, on the same network that I initially said uh, that Barack Obama is a racist. No, not a racist. He just has a deep-seated hatred for white people and the white culture, it seems. So when I said that, oh, my gosh. You remember Katie Couric? That was quite a moment, wasn't it, Stu? That lying SOB. Anyway, <laughs> well, the um, anger actually, is, she's is a high. DOB. Today. She's a DOB. You know what it is? Mm. I'm sick and tired of the Marxist lies. I'm sick and tired. We have enough evidence now. We have enough evidence. I didn't know what was causing his racism. And I didn't say that with glee. I didn't say that. I, I was thinking out loud, and I didn't know Marxist terminology. And I'm, I'm not going to take it anymore. And neither are people. I, I'm going to show you in the third hour today some people who are standing up at the school boards, teachers that are starting to quit. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, America, for standing up for what you know to be true and this is going to be a uh, a real problem for Barack Obama because he's trying to soft pedal critical race theory and make it seem like oh, you're just a crazy nut job if you don't buy into critical race theory. Like, that's a problem. Yeah, I think it is. I think when you turn Martin Luther King on his head, I think that is probably a big deal, especially for you, Barack Obama, who had a bust of him on your desk for so long. That's weird. Anyway, um, <clears throat> Tucker Carlson said something shocking to me yesterday at least it shows the uh, times that we live in now he said you know you're going to get a lot of heat for saying this and i said uh yeah i know and he said but you're only going to get heat because you're right uh so what was i right about uh barack obama two things is a racist he is a racist and and i say that full-throated not a problem saying it. He is a racist and does have a deep-seated hatred for the white culture, possibly white people as well. But how could you not if you believe in critical race theory? Critical race theory says that you are, if you're white, you're a parasite. You're, you're unforgivable. You're, you live in original sin and can never change. Um, that you are responsible for all of the world's ills on racism, and you're the only one that can be a racist. I'm sorry, but I'm going to call a spade a spade on that one. Uh, yeah, you, sir, are a racist if you believe that. And I don't care what color you are. I would say this if Richard Spencer was saying that. <laughs> Even Richard Spencer doesn't say that. David Duke doesn't say that, but Barack Obama does. Now, here's the thing, the, the other thing. You've heard me rant on Barack Obama yesterday on this particular topic. <clears throat> I want you to know that he has recently come out and said that he is, uh, that uh, Joe Biden is finishing the job that he started. 
He said that because nine in in his own words, about 90 percent of the people around Joe Biden are my people. So this is a second term for uh, Barack Obama. Third. That's exactly what it is. Yeah. Third term. Sorry. Third term for Barack Obama. Um, And all of the people around Joe Biden are the Marxist lovers that he had in the first time. Uh, and they are finishing the, the fundamental transformation of America. But what's really funny is uh, he had to use a white guy to do it. He didn't have the courage to do it. Actually, I think he probably did have the courage to do it. I think Hillary Clinton sat on him so hard because, remember, it was all of Hillary Clinton's people around him last time. And he just couldn't find his way out from under their thumb. And Hillary Clinton had him boxed in. That's why people didn't like him. You know, the Marxists, they didn't like him the second term. There wasn't big crowds. Nobody, you know, nobody had Barack Obama fever anymore. He kind of became this worthless kind of president in the second term, according to Marxists and according to the people on the left, because he had sold out. He had sold out for money. He had sold out to Hillary Clinton. Uh, he was just a, he was a lapdog for Hillary Clinton. And he didn't have the courage uh, at the time. He was he thought he was being strategic by not saying he was a Marxist and calling other people racist. But it's all coming undone in their arrogance. It is all coming undone. And now when it counts, when everybody I mean, when little kids are like, I'm a Marxist, when everyone is saying they're a Marxist, this guy who clearly is a Marxist. Oh, he's not going to say he's going to say, oh, Glenn Beck is a racist for saying that. Oh, how dare Glenn Beck say it? Really? Because I guess you wear it as a badge of honor now as being a Marxist. That's that's what everybody cool is now saying. I'm a Marxist. But Barack Obama doesn't have the courage to do it. It's interesting to me how this guy comes off as, oh, such a leader and so courageous. And yet he can't even admit something that he deeply believes when everybody else is admitting it. I mean, I understand maybe back in in, uh, you know, 20, 20, uh, 10, I kind of, you know, I kind of get it. You would have been alone uh, and it was a bad word. But now that's the most popular thing you could say. Uh, it's a interesting when you said that it, it brought to mind another uh, uh, another example of this exact phenomenon playing out the exact same way, which is. Barack Obama got on stage and wouldn't admit that he was for gay marriage. And he said it over and over again, man. It's a man and a woman. And it wasn't until Joe Biden, who apparently is the the brave one in this group, came out and said, Mm -hmm. hey, no, this is, uh, you know, Barack is going to be for gay marriage. That's right. He was the one who broke that news. That's right. That's right. Even Joe Biden beat him at that. Mm -hmm. I think, you know, yes. It is a proven fact now, now that he is uh, endorsing critical race theory, it is a proven fact that he is indeed a racist because you cannot believe that crap without being a racist yourself. But it is also, I think, a proven fact that the guy is a massive coward. And, uh, you know, racist is bad enough. But a coward racist? Holy cow. Those are the kinds that hide under hoods. You know, they don't have the they don't have the wherewithal to say who they are. And uh, wow, I think that should be a point of discussion with a lot of people. I think 
I think people should start shaming him for being such a coward. Selling out to Hillary Clinton, being told what to do by Hillary Clinton. And now, when everybody is admitting it, he still is too cowardly to say that he's a Marxist. Amazing. Amazing, I think. Anyway, so, how are you, Stu? I'm, uh, I'm, I'm interested in, in where you're going with this. Uh, you seem to be... Well, I don't, I just... I, go, I don't know if it's goading <clears throat> the president. Uh, you seem to be antagonizing no, 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 no. him, the former president. No. No. No, no. Not at all. I just would... Look, we all know now. We all know. We all know you're a Marxist. Critical race theory is a Marxist theory. All of the people that you have put into office, all of the people who you've surrounded yourself with also believe in critical race theory. There is no science behind critical race theory. It is a Marxist legal term. That's what it is. It was created by Marxists in Harvard. They were the ones that really pushed it. Uh, And it is nothing but a Marxist tool. That's it. So if you're for that, you're a Marxist. If you're for if you're saying that everything that uh, uh, Martin Luther King said was wrong, then you are a racist. I believe in the content of character, not a color of skin. But we can never get to to the content of character because Barack Obama doesn't have any. He's an empty shell. He was a puppet. He is a he he is uh he's whatever he has to be at the moment. That's not a man. <laughs> Because it seems to me that, you know, Barack Obama wouldn't want to admit such things. And, and his his approach throughout his presidency oh, and, yes, and beyond was to yeah. was the was the old uh, Van Jones get rid of the radical means to achieve the radical ends. Like he 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 never mm-hmm. he rarely when he was president well, admitted you, these things. Stu, without saying the name, you know. You know why the radical left left Barack Obama. You know it because you had dinner with me and someone on the radical left that told us that. A Mm. friend of Barack Obama's who told us that he sold out. Do you remember? I do remember. Yes, I I, I do Uh, remember that. (laughs) Hey, let me, uh, may I just... uh, May I give some good news? May I give some good news? Sure. This is going to be the easiest thing to cut out of your life, out of everything. Burger King. We've always known Burger King looked like a weird pedophile. Remember all those commercials where he was in the mask and you're like, what is up with that guy? Right? Uh, Well, it... We are we are now seeing that Burger King may not have been a pedophile, but he is for children in uh, in in drag or changing their sex. Burger King now under the leadership of CEO Daniel Schwartz. Why? Hashtag Daniel Schwartz. Why? Uh, has begun donating 40 cents for every sale of its new chicken sandwich. To a radical LGBTQI plus two group that supports child sex changes. So giving hormones to children, opposite sex hormones, uh, and also they're giving them to uh, drag queen story hours. So, you know, I I don't know. Uh, You're looking for a chicken sandwich. 
How about buying it out of the trunk of some guy's car over Burger King? Hmm. Well, and this comes after if, uh, what they did with Chick-fil-A uh, the other day, which was essentially mocking the, the Christianity of the company by yeah. uh, oh, saying, yeah. oh, okay. we're open on Sunday. Yeah, we're even open on Sunday, not like these other losers. Uh, they're definitely oh, taking a stance. They're definitely taking a stance there, aren't they? They are more courageous than Barack Obama. <laughs> the, the, the weirdo, creepy Burger King with the plastic face has less of a mask on than Barack Obama. Isn't that a weird discovery? Uh, so that's easy. Um, Burger King's not on my list anymore. A lot easier than my Coke thing, which I found almost impossible to enforce. Um, but Burger King, I could cut Burger King out of my life in, in no time, especially for their chicken sandwich. There's a standing uh, I mean, round of applause from your digestive tract. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Stu. Thank you. Uh, another news, uh, Philly Naked Bike Ride. Uh, the Philadelphia Naked Bike Ride um, is, is happening. Uh, it doesn't require any clothing. You can just get on your bike. I'm just thinking of all of the people that could be uh, possibly riding their bike and how beautiful that would be. Anyway, uh, they want you to know that you do not have to wear a stitch of clothing except for a face mask. More in a minute. Alicia lives in California. She wrote in about her experience using Relief Factor to fight her pain. Uh, She says, I'm a grocery store worker. I work a lot of double shifts. I'm 52. I don't get much rest from my bad knees. For years now, I've been limping to and from bed. But I heard you talking about Relief Factor, and I thought I would give it a try. Wow. Just a few days into Relief Factor, and the pain has decreased substantially already. I am so thankful for you turning me on to Relief Factor. Alicia, thank you so much. You might want to break up the capsules and just um, pour it all into a pour it all into a tub or something and try to soak away your pain from living in California. I don't think it'll work, but anything to give you some relief from California probably would be good. I'm so glad that it worked for you and your knees. Relief Factor. If you want to get your life back, get out of pain, it's relieffactor.com. Try it for three weeks. If it doesn't work, stop taking it. Don't order anymore. That's why they do the three-week trial pack, because they know in about three weeks you're going to know if it works for you or not. 800-583-84. 800-583-84. Relieffactor.com. 10-second station ID. So France is gifting us a second Statue of Liberty for Independence Day. Um, I mean, when you give a specific gift, I know I shop with my wife sometimes and I'll say, what if they already have one? We already have one, France. We don't need a second one. Uh, I'm just saying, you know what it is? It's they found this thing somewhere in somebody's basement and they're like, what are we going to do with it? Well, last time we sent our crap over to America. Why don't we just send this now? 
I mean, because they didn't mean it. It wasn't a gift. They just dumped it off on our shores on boxes. It was more about them. It always is with the French. <laughs> I kind of thought that was a pretty good gift. You didn't. You're not a not appreciative of. No, the... I like the gift, but mm-hmm. I don't really. I mean, I know I know why they gave it to us. So mm-hmm. it's kind of cheapens it a little bit. Oh, okay. you know, it was more like, oh, really? Thanks, honey. You got me a a, a Corvette. Well, yeah, honey, and if you don't like it, I'll drive it. You know, I could drive it. It's one of those gifts. It was more about them than us, but that's a different story. Uh, Oregon has uh, approved now the changes to their 94-year-old state song. This is according to the uh, the New York Times. Could you play Oregon, my Oregon, for me? Land of the Empire Builders. And uh, something about the Golden West. I have no idea, except it's about conquerors. Yeah. So anyway, they're changing this uh, to reflect significant cultural, historical, economic, and societal evolution in Oregon. Uh, You know, I could have cut to the chase on this. Just everybody get together. Can't we say this is a horrible song? I mean, just lyrically, musically. We don't like that. You know what we do in Texas? Uh, we have uh, we have our own kind of unofficial state song, which, I mean, you can't badmouth this. No, 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 no. Not this one, Sarah. No, no. See, now that's the real. Go ahead, play it. That's the real state song of Texas, which kind of sounds like a communist anthem a little bit, doesn't it? Texas are Texas. Okay, stop. No, no song should start with, you know, Texas, my Texas, you know, like uh, Tanya, my Tanya. It doesn't work in any case. Not, not my car, my car. It doesn't work. <laughs> this is the real state song of Texas, and everybody likes it because you can clap. Stars at night are big and bright. Come on, Deep Texas. In the heart of Texas. It's a little out of sync because I'm on satellite delay. <laughs> wide and high. Deep in the heart of Texas. Oh. All right, knock it off. Uh, so, Oregon, my Oregon, we're not surprised you're changing your state song, uh, you know, because you want to show the societal evolution in Oregon, whatever, you're Oregon. Uh, I'm just glad you changed it because they really kind of sucked. And not because of the lyrics. I mean, the lyrics, yeah, they sucked. But not for the reason you think. I think. They just all suck. Back in a minute. is the Glenn Beck program. You know who doesn't have the courage to get out of a timeshare? Barack Obama just doesn't have the courage to do it. He could call a timeshare termination team, but he's like, oh, I don't know. Maybe I should ask my wife what I should do. Uh, But if you know, if you are somebody who is in a timeshare, you have the courage and the common sense to get out. And that's why you should call Timeshare Termination Team right now. They have a 100% guarantee to get you out safely, legally, and permanently 
of that timeshare. Hey, let Barack Obama have it. You know, maybe you can call him up and say, hey, coward, want to buy this? Uh, And he'd probably do it just because he would be so afraid of saying no to you. Uh, It's Timeshare Termination Team. So go to TimeshareTerminationTeam.com, TimeshareTerminationTeam.com, or 888-GET-YOU-OUT. 20% off the cost of their services for all military veterans, active duty personnel, and their families. 888-GET-YOU-OUT, TimeshareTerminationTeam.com. And go to blazetv.com slash Glenn. The promo code is Glenn, and you'll save 10 bucks off your subscription to Blaze TV. Deep in the heart of Texas, I'll tell you that right now. Stars at night are big and bright. Come on, clap. Deep in the heart yeah. of Texas, the prairie uh-huh. sky is wide and high. So many times I have uh, said that one of the reasons why we moved down to Texas is because if you lose Texas, you lose the Republic. Uh, And Texas has always had this certain attitude. You know, uh, when Davy Crockett comes down and fights for the Mexicans, fights against tyranny, something that he's not... He's not involved. He just sees an oppressed people, and he's so sick and tired of what was happening in Washington. He comes down, and he fights, and and so do many brave people, knowingly lose their life for the freedom of others. And uh, when, when I found out that you were having a hard time in Texas teaching that, what was that, 10 years ago, I said to Pat, we have got to move down to Texas because if we lose Texas, if Texas can't tell its own history, we lose Texas. Well, some good news, uh, I guess, for Texans, because I guess now we can move. Uh, Tan Parker, who is a Texas state representative, has uh, put together a bill and the uh, governor has just signed it uh, to change to change things. The 1836 project is now uh, part of law in Texas. Welcome to the program, uh, Tan. Well, Glenn, thanks for having me. It's an honor to be with you this morning. Thank you. So tell me about the 1836 project. I love this. Well, well, Glenn, look, it's so important that current generations of Texans, as well as future generations of Texans, always remember our history and understand it. Uh, That type of civic education is absolutely critical to the future of the state, just like it's critical to the future of the country. And so the 1836 project is about telling all of our history, uh, the history that took place during the year 1836, the history of Texas before 1836, the history of Texas post-1836. All of it has to be told, the good and the bad. Right. All of it. We can't pick Amen. and choose and be Amen. selective about our history. And that's what we're trying to accomplish with the 1836 Project, Glenn. And, Tan, I have to tell you, the only way we can make a more perfect nation, meaning we'll never be perfect, but we have to try to be better. The only way we can uh, continue down that road is to know the bad parts of our history. But if that's all you're taught, then you're missing the point. We have to have both sides of the story. 
And both sides of the story say that this is a group of people that have made mistakes but are getting better and have had some amazing heroics along the way. Glenn, that's exactly right. Look, we are so much more enlightened as a society, as a people today than we were hundreds of years ago, of course. But the reality is that we're on a path to continuous improvement, always, as a state, as a nation. And, and so if we don't talk about what happened, again, the horrible things in our history, as well as the wonderful things in our history, if we don't talk about all the heroic and spectacular things that were done uh, that gave us this land, this land of boundless opportunity and prosperity, you know, where liberty and freedom uh, are, are fundamental foundational points of all that we do. If we don't talk about that, that which binds us together as a people, then we lose everything. We lose our connectivity to one another as Texans or our connectivity to one another as Americans. And that just can never be allowed to happen. And that's why I feel so blessed, Glenn, to have been able to lead this effort in the legislature in Texas and to create the 1836 Project. So the only thing I, I don't like about it is it's the 1836 Project. I like it because it's a slap in the face to the New York Times, but um, that is a reimagining of history. This is not a reimagining of history. I mean, you want to do reimagining of history in 1619, put it in creative writing class or a philosophy class, uh, you know, or some sort of uh, puppet show class. This is actual history. Now, you're being charged uh, uh, with or this bill is being charged that it is going to erase all of the history of Texas and and uh, and slavery and the Confederacy, et cetera, et cetera. Glenn, it's absolutely absurd. The liberal agenda in the country is going berserk. Uh, the New York Times, uh, Newsweek, Time, they're all attacking the 1836 Project, and myself as the author. It's just absolutely ridiculous. Why? Because they don't want us to tell all of our history. They don't want us to tell all of our history. They want to selectively pick and just talk about the slavery uh, and, and nothing else. And it's uh, just absolutely so wrong. And, uh, you know, this bill passed on a bipartisan basis, for heaven's sake, in the House. I had over 40 Democrats that also cared about our history and, uh, and making certain that we preserve it. So it, this, is, this is the liberal elite at the New York Times and Newsweek and so forth in time driving their narrative. And it doesn't fit with that. And uh, we're going to do something uh, in terms of really special when we educate all of our people current generations as well right. as future generations and, and people that are coming to Texas for the first time are going to get some of the educational content when they move to Texas uh, that talks about not just the history, but how the history of our state informs the present in terms of our policy decisions, how we look through everything with the lens of limited government and maximizing freedom and liberty for our citizens. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for doing that. I just want to, I want to read section 451.003 duties. The 1836 project shall promote awareness among residents of this state uh, of the following as they relate to the history of prosperity and democratic freedom in this state. A. Texas history, including the indigenous peoples of the state, the Spanish-American heritage of the state, Tejanos, the uh, African-American heritage of the state, the Texas War for Independence, Juneteenth, which is a fantastic story 
a fantastic story. Uh, and it's really, and Texas was on the wrong side at the time, but Juneteenth is, is a celebration that I honestly only see in Texas. They're trying to make it a national thing, but it is something that Texans did to remember the freedom of uh, of the of the African-American and all slaves, the annexation of Texas by the United States, the Christian heritage of the state, the state's heritage of keeping and bearing firearms in defense of life and liberty and for the use in hunting, the founding documents of the state, the founders of the state, state civics, the role of the state in passing and reauthorizing the Federal Voting Rights Act of 1965, President Lyndon B. Johnson's signing of the act, President George W. Bush, 25th. Our 25-year extension of the act, uh, Barbara Jordan's, Congresswoman Barbara Jordan's successful efforts to broaden the act to include Spanish-speaking communities, to advise the governor on uh, core principles of the founding of the state, blah, 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 blah. It is, this is this kind of stuff, in, in, and I say this because I know it includes the bad things as well. But it is balanced and shows how much good has happened because we corrected those flaws. I, I commend you. I think this is fantastic. Well, Glenn, thank you so much. And I'm, I'm so grateful to my colleagues for supporting me in the legislature and the governor for signing it into law this week. And you just nailed it. When you read the text of the bill, this is my message to the New York Times and everyone else that's attacking us right now is read the bill for heaven's sake. It doesn't yes. fit their narrative, Glenn. That's the bottom line. It doesn't fit the liberal narrative, and, and that's why they need to read the bill. But it will be such an important thing to protect Texas going forward. Think about the fact that everybody that will now be coming to Texas, uh, when they get here and they get a new driver's license issued, coming from wherever on the globe, they will now get Texas history. And, and not just the history of Texas before 1836, 1836 itself, and post-1836, but they're going to get how all of those policies, all the history, informs the present in terms of the way that we operate our government here in Texas. So it's a holistic view so that everyone understands this, the blessings of Texas and how, uh, how special it is. I mean, we are truly a spectacular state. We are a, we are a spectacular country. We are always on a path to continuous improvement. But if we don't tell that story and, and protect it for future generations, then we're really, we're, we will lose the state. We will lose the nation. And there is a reason why people are moving to Texas right now, and it is because of those values uh, and time-tested virtues that uh, have been deeply ingrained, and in many cases, because of the mistakes of the past, of past Texans. Um, and it, we are, you know, in the last recession, Texas created over 50% of all jobs. When Obama was in office and he said, these are the jobs I created. No, he didn't. Over 50% of those were created by the state of Texas alone. There's a reason for that, and people should know it. One, one quick thing, uh, Tan. Uh, I know that you are... You have been fighting human trafficking for a very long time, and thank you for that. Uh, I know it's a, a difficult thing to get people to listen to uh, and the people to face. How concerned are you about the human trafficking going on now on the out-of-control border on the South? Oh, my goodness, Glenn. Thank you for letting me talk about this topic. I mean, 
I've been blessed to be the uh, really one of the original Republicans in the legislature tackling this issue over a dozen years ago. And, and the reality is, is that with this current crisis uh, on the border, the, the amount of human trafficking is, is just skyrocketing. And so you think about the impact of those precious human beings, those babies, those little girls and little boys that are being trafficked right now. And, and the reason why that industry is going crazy uh, is because they make more money from trafficking and human beings than they do in drugs and narcotics. It's just the most sick and despicable thing that, it, that you can ever comprehend when you realize what is happening, this, this truly modern form of slavery that is a, being enabled oh, to yeah. flourish because of the fact that the federal government and President Biden is not taking this issue seriously. He's put the magnets on Texas, the magnets on the country, and allowing all of this uh, illegal activity to occur on the border because we don't have a border that is strong. And when we don't have a border that is strong, there's a humanitarian crisis that ensues, and that is the loss of life and the horrific pain and suffering of these children that are being trafficked. So thank you for letting me talk about that to shed additional light and wisdom. You know, they think they're doing the right thing from a humanity, uh, humanitarian perspective in Washington with this current administration. No, and it's no. just the opposite. It's just the opposite. Yeah. Literally, people are suffering because of these ridiculous decisions. And uh, so, so because they're not stepping up, Texas is putting in over a billion dollars, Glenn, this session we appropriated to help continue to secure the border. Tan, I will tell you that uh, I am absolutely convinced uh, that no, no sword formed against you shall, proffer, uh, shall prosper if you are saving children uh, and you are doing the honorable thing and standing and fighting for the most vulnerable. It is also something that I think both Republicans and Texas, uh, Republicans and Democrats can get together on independence. If you don't believe slavery is bad, you are an enemy of humanity. Uh, and Amen. I think it's something that would bring the blessings of of God uh, on to our nation. And it is something uniting. And anything I can do to help you with that, uh, Tan, you please let me know. Glenn, I, I absolutely will. And thank you, my friend, for always being there in that fight and uh, being side by side with us as we've been fighting for so many years. And we'll continue to fight as the problem has escalated because of the absolute uh, horrific decisions yeah. coming down from the Biden administration. So thank you for allowing me to talk about that and, and the opportunity to visit yeah. about the 1836 project and, and how important it is to the future of state, to the state of Texas and, and the country as a whole. Job well done. Uh, Representative Tan Parker from the uh, great state of Texas on the 1836 project. Uh, thank you for, for, uh, for being on the air today. Let me uh, just tell you before we go on, to that in the commercial um i grew up in uh in uh, the pacific northwest i grew up in the seattle area and we had to study the northwest ordinance and i was so bored to tears by the northwest ordinance uh growing up and i don't i don't even remember what i was taught um, but it had dates involved and names i had to memorize what it didn't what it didn't teach me is critical, and I will tell you about that coming up in just a second. First, let me tell you about our sponsor. Our sponsor this half hour is American Financing. If you want to save money, if you want to stop 
pouring money into the pockets of the bankers, then you need to lower your interest rate. That's how they make money. You need to get out of those high interest credit cards. If you're paying, I don't even know, 15, 12, if you're even paying 12%, do you know how much money you're going to be able to save if you can get that interest rate down to a 2% or 3 or 4%? You're going to save boatloads of money. I want you to call American Financing right now and find out how you can do that through your mortgage refi without resetting your loan. American Financing, 800-906-2440, 800-906-2440, or AmericanFinancing.net. American Financing, NMLS, 182334, www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org. This is the Glenn Beck Program. This is the Glenn Beck, Proge- uh, Glenn Beck Program, the 1619 Project, the 1776 Project, the 1836, 1835, no, 1836 Project. Uh, welcome to uh, yet another project, and uh, that is the, oh, can we suffer through Bill O'Reilly every week? Uh, he's taking Friday off. He's traveling. Uh, I think it's actually, I think he has to go back to jail. Uh, on Fridays for the weekend. But uh, anyway, uh, Bill O'Reilly joins us next. Some really exciting news from Bill O'Reilly that happened this week. He's going on tour with President Trump. Nobody seems to be covering this. Hmm. Strange. Really big news. Great news. And he'll have a view of the rest of the week coming up next. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Whether it's for work or play this summer, take your Raycons with you. I'm at the ranch right now, and I'm going to be plugged in as I get onto my tractor, more of a bulldozer now, and move some earth and then hit the hills. I'll be wearing a pair of Raycon wireless earbuds in my ears so I can listen to podcasts or I can listen to great music while I make hay, if you will. You'll get crisp, powerful beats at half the price of other premium audio brands. Raycons, they look great, they feel even better, and they come in a range of cool colors with customizable gel tips included for comfortable in-ear fit. They're the most comfortable earbuds I've ever owned. Listen up, Raycon is offering 15% off all their products. Just go to buyraycon.com slash back. There you'll find 15% off your entire Raycon order. It's a great deal. You'll want to grab a pair and despair it's 15 percent off now at buyraycon.com slash back let me uh, tell you about built bar something that uh lisa <laughs> who is in incredible shape she is incredible shape mm-hmm. still yes i don't know how she lives with a loaf like you but it's uh, not not i mean it's hurtful if that's what you were going for it succeeded um but uh yeah she actually Thank discovered you. a built bar a while ago and started buying them like crazy uh-huh. and telling everybody about them she loves them because they're super healthy and all that other stuff, but uh, that's why she likes it. And then she loves the taste, and everybody loves the taste that I've ever talked to about Bill Bars. As she wound up talking to Tanya, now you're even eating yeah. them, which is incredible. Yeah. Bill Bar, BillBar.com. Use the promo code BECK15. It is great for a snack, a great variety of flavors, cookies and cream, caramel brownie, three to five net carbs, low in calories, I mean, and really good for you. 
Beck15 at BuiltBar.com. You'll save 15% now. BuiltBar.com, promo code Beck15. As I told you a couple of days ago, I think the biggest story of the week is the story that no one is covering, and it involves our own uh, good friend, Bill O'Reilly. We talk to Bill a day early next. The Glenn Beck Program. So let me tell you about Aileen. She lives in Kentucky, and she writes in about her experience using Relief Factor to fight her pain. She says... I received uh, the relief factor uh, probably two weeks ago. I was at the point where I could hardly walk. Aileen is 87 years old. God bless her. Uh, She said, you know, at 87, I expect these things. But I want you to know that after using relief factor for just a short while, I'm walking, I am dancing, and I have absolutely no pain. Holy cow. Aileen, I am so happy for you. She said, I started the first few days with three packets. I'm down now to two. And I wanted to let you know you've totally changed my life. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Eileen, 87 years old. She's not just walking. She is dancing. And it's all due to relief factor. Not my words. Hers. You can order the three-week quick start to see if it uh, works for you. Try it for three weeks. Take it three times a day for three weeks. If you notice a difference, order more. 70% of the people go on to order more because it works for them. About 30% don't, and that's why they give you this three-week trial pack, because they know that's about the time that it takes to start working. Uh, So try it out. See if you can get your life back. See if you can dance again. 800-583-84. It's relieffactor.com. Mr. Bill O'Reilly is uh, probably making the most important or biggest news that no one is reporting on gee i wonder why he has decided to go on a trump history tour i think this concept is fantastic he is going to ask the president uh what happened how he did this why he did this what was the behind the scenes and they're going to do them in many multiple cities they started florida uh, right now, I think they end in uh, Dallas, but more dates are coming. I know I am going and and I'm buying my tickets and I'm buying them for my whole family. I want my kids to witness this. It's Bill O'Reilly. He joins us now. Hi, Bill. You're buying the tickets back? Wow. I am. Gonna, you know, we'll, I am going to we'll buy the give tickets. You, we'll give you. You know, I had you back for a comp, but it was way, way up in the American Airlines arena. Yeah, no, like I way up. I know. But I now, know. I know. Now that you're buying, I'll get you right down. You know, <laughs> where you can actually see us. I would. I would like to be. I, I. Yeah, I would like to be. You know, towards the front. When do tickets go on sale, or have they already? Um, BillOReilly.com premium and concierge members can buy them today. Ticketmaster will have them on Monday. The show that you'll be at is December 19th in Dallas at the American Airlines Arena. Mm -hmm. The day before will be in Houston at the Toyota Center. 
uh, December 11th, Fort Lauderdale, Florida, BB&T Center. And, of course, you can buy them at these, at these uh, arenas. But just announced today on the Glenn Beck program, uh, Orlando, Florida, December 12th at the Amway mm. Center. So it's Lauderdale, Orlando, Houston, and Dallas. And then if the president doesn't punch me in the mouth, which, you know, could happen. <laughs> um, he might. He might. He, and he you might. might deserve it. Yeah. Um, no doubt. And um, we yeah. could, we will. I have 20 more cities on the, uh, on the sheet. Excellent. Excellent. Yeah. Bill, I think this is the best thing that uh, Donald Trump can do because it will show his humor. Um, it will, uh, it obviously showcases you, which I think, uh, you know, I always cheer for. Um, but, uh, <laughs> yeah. but I think it, it'll be, I do. I just don't say it to you. Um, oh. but, uh, the, the, uh, the approach here of the president sitting and talking and, uh, having someone like you that can, uh, you know, rope him back in, in a fun way, I think is going to be extraordinarily effective extraordinarily effective what happened here's how it it all came about and i think your listeners will find this interesting so i'm watching the inauguration Mm -hmm. of joe biden and i'm taking notes uh so when i talk with you i can be eloquent as i usually am but in my back of my mind i'm going you know what i don't know what happened in the last four years inside the white house Mm -hmm. i don't know anything Mm -hmm. because all the reportage was we hate Trump and want to destroy him, or we love yes. Trump and want him to be emperor forever. The right. basic history arc was empty. And, and you know, you okay. and I follow this stuff because for a living. So how on earth did the United States get a vaccine to defeat a pandemic in seven months? That seems to be a right. miracle. How did that happen? Nuts and bolts. What did you do, Mr. President? Who did you speak to? How much money changed hands? And all that. Now, these are essential, important questions for every American to know, particularly now when we've entered another era of chaos. Absolute chaos is happening in Washington, D.C. So anyway, I I talked to one of his... I talked to one of his lead advisors um, about uh, his term, and uh, he said that, um, and I'm not going to say the name because, you know, I don't have permission to say it, um, but he said to me that he thinks the biggest uh, mistake they made, and he said it wasn't, it wasn't a mistake, he said we were just Everybody was new and we were blind to this. He said the president wanted to make sure that we got the Supreme Court and that's what he ran on and that's what he promised. He said, but he didn't. None of us did saw the the deep state at the very beginning and how much power they had. And he said we should have gone and with equal force to the Supreme Court and cleared all of the State Department, just cleared people out and replaced them with our people. He said that was well, a mistake. We left we left a lot of people in. Yeah. Ask him about yeah. that, will you? I will. I will. But what, essentially what I pitched to Donald Trump, and this was a, a very uh, intense negotiation. I mean, he, he didn't immediately say, oh, yes, you're Riley, you're a genius, and I'm going to do this. Yeah, with I you. know. No. 
it took it took a while. And I and I said to him, look, Mr. President, you're not going to be able to recover your political profile if you don't put things on the record for history. You must tell the American people how you did what you did. And you cannot I'd get like a to know, shake. Bill, I'd like to also know why he did certain things. I think I said this to somebody yesterday that I think that that he has the best gut I've ever seen. He he will just he'll just say, you know what's really happening here, and he is way ahead of the curve. You know the time the 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 only difference between conspiracy and fact when it comes to the reporting on John uh, on uh, Donald Trump is about six months to a year. He is way yeah. ahead, and I'd like to know how much of that was gut and and how much of it did he just know? For instance, the Wuhan virus. Did he have other information, or was that just, again, his gut? Right. Was there intel that was showing you that there was experimentation going on? Those are the specific questions I'm going to ask. It's not going to be a debate. I'm going to ask the questions. If he doesn't answer them, I'll point it out to him, and it'll be 17,000 people looking at us. So it's not going to be a rally, no MAGA hats on stage. We're not going to do any of that. It's all going to be history. But yeah. the, the clincher for President Trump was, I said, the American people have been deprived, and they have been deprived on purpose of information about their country, which affects them directly. All right. And I was looking him in the eye when I was saying this. I said that these people, even the people who voted against you, all right, and don't like you, they have no blanking clue what you actually did because the corporate yeah. media assembled to destroy you. All right. And so anything that you did that was positive, including the vax, they were not going to report it accurately if it helped you. And it's the same thing going on now. If it hurts Joe Biden, they're going to black it out. As you pointed out, this is a pretty big event. Now, it was on Drudge and it did get social media, but none of the corporate media, including Fox, mentioned that this was going to happen. Didn't mention it. That's huge. You know, so I, I say to people, it's over. Information flow in this country coming out of the corporations is fixed. All right. Well, how about the, how about it's, this one? Oh. This should be the this should be the lead story in the New York Times, and it d- directly relates to Donald Trump. He talked about hydroxychloroquine. Hydroxychloroquine saved me from having the uh, virus when my entire family had it. I was taking hydroxychloroquine. Once I stopped taking hydroxychloroquine, I got I got the uh, virus. There's a new uh, study out that shows hydroxychloroquine and zinc treatments, which is what he was talking about, increased coronavirus survival rate by almost three times. Sure. That's pretty significant. For saying it. He was mocked for saying it. Look, just today on the No Spin News, um, a report came out yesterday that said, hey, Trump didn't have anything to do with the Department of Interior clearing the Lafayette Park on the night he went mm-hmm. over to protest against mm-hmm. the fire. He didn't have anything to do with it. Well, how many times did you hear over a, a week, two weeks, that Trump oh, yeah, tear gassed yeah, yeah. protests? All right, so this is a perfect mm-hmm. scenario. All right, it's a 
perfect storm where I'm going to bring in my expertise on interviewing. And if you have any doubt about it, just Google Trump O'Reilly interviews and they'll pop up right before your eyes. No, because I'm going to ask the it. questions and I'm gonna, hopefully I'm going to get the answers. And the clincher for President Trump to do this show was when I gave him a signed copy of Killing the Mob. That clinch <laughs> you are you are such a promoter i can't believe it all right uh Great let me let me take you to yeah i know let me take you to this there have been 12 people who have been canceled uh one of them from the new york times that, that uh, used the n-word quoting something uh in, in you know at a at a uh, at a you know a tour someplace with a bunch in of Chile, kids in Chile they, he was fired right. because he they, had a discussion among some children up in uh, Machu Picchu ten, ten right. years ago and Hunter Biden all right all right all right as, 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 you know right you know right so okay so Hunter Biden this news comes out the New York Times had a front page story of this cheerleader who had used the uh, N-word and was completely erased. Hunter Biden, they don't even say anything about it. Nothing, not a word. Nothing, not a word. And that's where we are in America. I mean, and look, the media is not getting away with this. That's the good news. They're not getting away with it because, as you know, Viewers are fleeing, millions of viewers, and even the ones that stay, all right, they're shut-ins, they can't go out of the house, all right? They are not paying attention any longer. There's no credibility. There's no Walter Cronkite. It's just over. But may, may I ask, I think it's bigger than that. I think that there are pictures of uh, Dean Baca uh, from the New York Times, the executive editor, in bed with Hunter Biden, with Hunter behind him, pulling his hair. I think that's possible. <laughs> Baquette has ruined the paper. Um, Baquette. There's no doubt about it. Uh, I had to beat Oprah by 50,000 copies in order for Killing the Mob to be number one on their bestseller list. And I'm, Unbelievable. I'm, I'm, saying, I'm telling you this because um, that's what it takes to get anyone that the uh, corporate media doesn't like to have a fair shake. And getting back to Donald Trump, you know, I, I don't know whether he knows, even at this point, how important this is for him and the country to get on oh, yeah. the record what actually took place. Okay, so the board... Oh, I think he does. I hope so, because the more specific he answers, so one of the questions will be, you wanted to build a border. You got some of it done, but you couldn't get what you wanted done. Why not? Who stopped it? Those are the kind of questions that I'm going to ask. All right. It's not going to be flights of fancy. It's not going to be vote counts in Milwaukee. It's not going to be that. All right, it's going to be the things that have actually happened. And then at the end, or the second part of the program, we're going to have Q&A written on cards by you and the other 16,999 people uh, in the American Airlines arena. You guys can have an opportunity to write cards, um, give them to me with questions. And that w- in that realm, the president will be able to vent and do whatever he wants. It doesn't matter to me. But in the historical 45 minutes at the top, 
it's going to be boom, yeah. boom, boom, boom. Okay, when we come back, Bill will stop self-promotion uh, for about a minute and a half. Uh, <laughs> and okay, we'll talk about some it. of the other news of the day. <laughs> Coming up in 60 seconds, stand by. <laughs> uh, all right, let me tell you uh, about Rectech. Uh, Rectech is uh, the best smoker, griller, oven outdoor oven you can find on the market and i say that with full confidence because i've i've looked at some of the best uh you know when i was looking to my father my father-in-law i love him i just love him and he is like weber you got to get a weber grill weber grill and i think weber used to be one of the best if not the best out on the market out on the market there is nothing nothing like a rectech out on the market it stands alone, and I want you to A-B compare. If you're somebody who likes to cook outside, if you like to smoke, this is perfect. If you, if you like to even bake, you can do that with the smart technology that is in a Rectech. Please A-B compare them. Don't take my word for it. Go to Rectech, R-E-C-T-E-Q dot com. That's Rectech dot com. Ten seconds, station ID. Bill O'Reilly, you remember you were at Fox News when uh, everybody said I made the biggest blunder ever. And I and I admitted at the time it was uh, when I was on Fox and Friends and I said, President Obama is a racist. No, that's not quite right. He just seems to have a deep seated hatred for the white culture and white people. Well, I got hammered for that. Last night I was on with Tucker Carlson because the president, uh, former President Obama, is now saying he's attacking the conservative media, saying that we were at fault for him uh, losing all of the white voters because we're racist. And I went on last night and said, I retract my apology because if he believes in critical race theory, which is a Marxist uh, tool to destroy countries and divide people. Uh, there's no science behind it. If he believes in that, he is a racist because that flips Martin Luther King on its head. And I'm sorry, there's no two ways about it. He is also clearly a Marxist who is now really running the White House. Your thoughts? I, I read the article about you and what you said, and I, of course, remember the initial chaos at Fox <laughs> News when you went on and, right. and um, you know, I actually was called by Roger Ailes, our boss, and go, what do you think of Beck? And I said, you know, he should be incarcerated. Um, but I actually stuck <laughs> up for you. I actually stuck up for you Thank back you. then, and I, I did. I said, look, yeah. it's his opinion. Uh, it may be an emotional opinion, um, and certainly it is uh, provocative, but I think we should kind of f try to flesh this out before we do any knee-jerk. That was my advice to Roger Ailes. Thank you. As far as Barack Obama is concerned, I know him. 
I interviewed him three times, and I've spoken to him far more times than that. He helped me out raising tens of millions of dollars for the independencefund.org, which supplies the high-tech wheelchairs to the amputees. Um, and he did that uh, in, a, in a good way. I work with him on Brothers Keeper, the mentoring program. So I, I am hesitant to call him a racist or a Marxist or anything like that. I'm hesitant to do it. Well, wait a minute, wait a minute. I, I, well, I know, and you've got a relationship, and that's fine and everything, but, but it's let's not, it's let's not, just not block the truth. We have, no, no, but I'm Well, giving, but wait yeah. a minute. Go ahead. I, Go ahead. I don't know why you would be giving him the benefit of the doubt as we are looking ahead, at evidence. Explain. Do you believe? Let me, let me explain. Do you believe that CRT is racist? Yes. But I have not heard okay. him say that he wants CRT imposed in the public schools. Have you? Uh, yeah. In the interview, he said as much. He said, you know, people who are worried about CRT being uh, taught in schools, is this your biggest problem? Yeah, it is. No, I know. But that's fact, not saying he thinks he sh it should be taught. That's saying, well, this is a piffle in his opinion, which it is not. He's wrong on that. But look. You may be absolutely correct that he may be over the rainbow here on race and economics. You may be. I'm studying it. I'm watching it. I do believe he's behind the scenes on the Biden administration, pushing them left. Oh, yeah. I believe oh, that. Yeah. He uh, said it. This week he I, said it. 90% of the people that I had around me. Yeah, he's he's he said it. He's completing what I started. All right, back with Bill O'Reilly. More on the news of the week. And by the way, don't forget, get your tickets at BillOReilly.com. Bill O'Reilly and Donald Trump. This is the Glenn Beck Program. So I've been giving it a lot of thought. I And I think I know the perfect way to deal with cyber criminals just take all of your personal information, name, birthday, social security number, bank account numbers, everything, and just put it up on social media. I mean, it's reverse psychology. Am I right or am I right? No, I'm not right. LifeLock is what you should be doing. LifeLock will detect a wide range of identity threats. Now, no one can catch everything. But if they catch something, they'll send you an alert. Plus, if something does happen, you have access to a dedicated restoration specialist if you become a victim. That's where the rubber meets the road for me. I mean, I don't know what to do. How do I get, how do I get my identity back? I have no idea. This week, this week only, the Better Than Black Friday sale where you can save up to 35% off your first year at lifelock.com when you use the promo code BECK. It's seven days only. Go to lifelock.com. Use the promo code back and save up to 35%. Don't wait. The offer ends June 13th. Lifelock.com. Promo code back. All right, blazetv.com slash Glenn. Promo code is Glenn. You'll save 10 bucks off your subscription to Blaze TV. We have more with Bill O'Reilly coming up. This is the Glenn Beck Program. We're talking to Bill O'Reilly from BillOReilly.com, also the author of the Killing Series, the best-selling uh, history series 
I think, ever. Uh, his latest is uh, Killing the Mob. He also uh, has tickets going on sale June 14th. Uh, he is doing the Trump tour. He is going to be doing a history tour with Donald Trump. You can find more about that at BillOReilly.com. Also, the breathing into the phone is a little disturbing, Bill. But um, uh, let me uh, let me <laughs> let me ask you. I, I want to go. Th- can uh, I give sure. you some breaking news that I is mm-hmm. just for your audience? This just came in ten seconds ago. In the first twenty minutes of presale on BillOReilly.com. In Fort Lauderdale, three thousand tickets sold in the first twenty minutes. It's unbelievable, and I thought this would yeah. happen. This is, um, yeah, this go is going to be huge. All right, um, let me talk. To, let me talk to you about a couple of uh, of other things. Uh, let's start with the economy, inflation, uh, the 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 price of things going up because truck drivers uh, they can't get enough truck drivers. I mean, this economy is a mess. Um, this is the shipwreck for Joe Biden, and it won't fully kick in until October or November. So, mm-hmm. what's going to happen is that the seed of doubt has been planted in most minds, all right, even if you were Biden supporters. There's a seed of doubt that this guy is competent. Now we're looking at higher prices, as you just mentioned, primarily for gasoline. But that translates into everything else because everything has to be transported by vehicles using gasoline. So that you can expect your daily budget to increase. At the same time, the crazy spending that Biden has embraced is driving Mm -hmm. the dollar's value down. So not only are you going to pay more, the dollar is not going to be worth as much. When people figure that out, which again will be in October or November, they're going to be mad. And that's going to then compound with all the other chaos that we're seeing. And I think next year, if the Republicans don't blow it, and that's a huge if, because they're not exactly rocket <laughs> scientists there. Yeah. All right. They're going to they're going to have a good midterm. Tell me about Kamala Harris or Kamala oh. Harris and her tour oh my gosh i've never seen anything more awkward or embarrassing and i remember dan quayle (laughs) i remember i remember joe biden as vice president listen i dubbed it on billoreilly.com the befuddlement tour so Mm -hmm. kamala harris with all due respect to the office of the vice president is not a problem solver So everybody understands that she is a politician who is crafty and has taken advantage of a lot of social situations to advance herself. That's the record that she has. So Joe Biden has screwed up the border beyond repair at this point simply by stopping a policy that worked remain in Mexico. And it took Donald Trump three years to get that in place. Mm -hmm. And that'll be one of my questions to him. How come so long? Okay. But it worked. 
and we didn't have hundreds of thousands of foreign nationals streaming into the country mm-hmm. for no reason whatsoever. None. Biden knocked that out. And what do we have? A record amount of migrants coming to the USA. So Biden knows that he screwed up or somebody told him that he did. He says, well, we'll give <laughs> Kamala will fix it. Kamala will fix it. That's because he doesn't like her. And that all goes back to the debate when Kamala Harris called Joe Biden a racist. You'll remember that. Okay. Oh, so, uh, yeah, but I Kamala, honestly, Bill, I think he actually was thinking also as well that she's the president. I mean, he makes that mistake well, all the time. I, I, don't I know think that any of that. But he gives her this because he knows <laughs> that this is one big pain in the butt. Now, Kamala also knows that. So Kamala says to herself in her passive aggressive way, I'm not going to the border. I'm not going to do anything, which that's exactly why she hasn't gone down there. Because if you were in charge of fixing a problem, and the problem was at the border, what would the first thing you would do, Beck? Beck? First thing I, I would, I'm sorry, ask the question again. If you were in charge of fixing a problem at the border, what was the first thing you'd do? I would go reverse everything that, he, yeah, and I would reverse everything. Border. You go for <laughs> yes, you go for optics. Yes. You hold up a big sign in El Paso. Please don't come here. That's what you do. But she's not going anywhere near the border. And by the way, she hasn't been to Europe either. Okay. <laughs> so, what a crazy what I mean interview the, that was. Right. This is what I mean by the befuddlement tour. So you got a president who screws up the border, hurting everybody, including the poor migrants. The only people helped by this policy are the drug cartels who smuggle the people. That's the only people that are helped. And he does this, and the media, of course, did report in the beginning, but now you don't hear about it. Okay. Then he says, Kamala, you fix it. And Kamala goes, uh, okay, but doesn't go there. Instead, Kamala goes to try to bribe uh, the Mexican president and the Guatemalan president with 861 Mm -hmm million taxpayer dollars does anybody think that's going to get to the poor migrants the poor people is anyone if you do i have one word for you haiti haiti how many (laughs) billions of dollars have gone into that country and it's worse now than it's ever been i mean it is insane how bad this is good if she if she ever, God forbid, has to replace uh, Joe Biden because yes. he just checks out, how would she ever have any? I mean, what would that be like? I mean, now be even harder. the squad doesn't like her. Nobody likes her. No one likes her. No one likes her except the husband. He likes her. OK, so if Kamala Harris takes over from Joe Biden, Jimmy Carter. That's what you're going to have. Somebody who's in there who doesn't know what to do, who can't solve any problems, who can't even answer direct questions. Lester Holt. Okay, you going to the border? I've been to the border. Then Lester goes, no, you haven't. Well, I haven't been to Europe either. Is this sixth grade we're talking about? (laughs) Uh, This is the vice president? Hey, I haven't been to New Zealand. Does that have anything to do with the border? No. 
<laughs> so what I'm trying to tell everybody is take ideology out of it. Please take party politics out of it. Are you happy with the governance that the United States of America is getting now? Is this what you really want? Simple man, simple question. I want to give you a couple of minutes here, about three minutes to uh, address two things. First, the psychiatrist who dreams of killing white people yes. speaking at the Yale School of Medicine. Uh, yeah. And then I want to hear uh, you know, an update on the book. Well, I've taken out an order of protection against that woman because I'm white. So, and I don't really want to be executed while uh, cutting the grass in my front lawn. So it's crazy. But this is now we are in the land of the absurd, are we not? So Liel, yeah. Harvard, Cornell, University of Chicago, whatever it may be, they feel comfortable inviting people on campus to talk about executing white people. <laughs> OK, you know, if Heinrich Himmler was still alive, maybe we get him. It's just way beyond anything that anybody ever thought possible even five years ago. And that's where we are. That's, that's where we are. There needs to be a backlash. There needs to be people standing up for their country. And there needs to be, say, enough. Uh, Bill, uh, you're right about nobody saw this one coming five years ago. I, I saw it coming about 10 years ago. But um, let's hear about the... Let's hear about the let's hear about uh, the latest on uh, uh, killing uh, the mob, the mob. OK, number one, I don't think there's any doubt that everyone listening to us today knows that Glenn Beck is perspicacious. Word of the day for Stu, perspicacious. perspicacious. So while you you knew that this was all going to happen, ordinary people like me, I knew it was bad. I didn't think it was going to be this bad. <laughs> yeah. All right. Yeah. Now, to get, your, to get away from all of the madness, you need to get Killing the Mob, the number one nonfiction best-selling book in the world, not just in the country, Beck, in the world. And then after you enjoy that and give it to dad or granddad, for grandma, whatever it may be, then you buy the other nine Killing books. Now, the strategy <laughs> is if you, if you don't like dad or granddad, if you give them yeah. the 10 killing books, it'll shut them up for four months. You're not going to have to hear from them because they'll be reading all the time. This is the strategy. If you do like dad and granddad, they'll be super excited to get these books. But if you don't like them, this negates them, neutralizes them. So it's a win all around, Ben. All right. <laughs> for the killing. Right. Your tickets... <laughs> <laughs> the tickets for the uh, Bill O'Reilly Donald Trump tour. By the way, History is it tour. Donald Trump Bill O'Reilly or yes. is it oh, he's Bill O'Reilly Donald? Okay, all right. I'm just driving Miss Daisy. I'm just the driver. Yeah, okay. The president is the <laughs> okay, star. All right. Okay, you got it. All right. The <laughs> tickets go on Ticket sale Master. everywhere. Uh, yeah, Ticketmaster on Monday, BillOReilly.com now. Uh, tickets for Lauderdale, Orlando, Houston, Dallas. Beck will be in Dallas. It'll be tremendous. We'll have a, a uh, you'll learn a lot and we'll have a good time. <laughs> tremendous. He's already starting to sound like Donald Trump. Thank you very much, Bill O'Reilly. Uh, good to talk to you. Have a safe weekend. We'll talk to you next week. Okay. Always fun, Beck. Thank you. Uh, Alrighty then. Uh, well, let's uh, get to some uh, other business. 
Hey, it's Andrew Cuomo. I'm bada bing. Where's my music? I can't do Andrew Cuomo. There we go. I bet you didn't think Andrew Cuomo could show up in a commercial for real estate agents uh, trust.com, did you? Huh? Hey, ah, but here I am. I find myself aware of certain, shall we say, elderly demographic homeowners who, for uh, reasons like they died, aren't looking for buyers in my state. We're calling it a fire sale because almost everything is on fire in New York. Ah, and while I'm doubling up as a real estate agent, I think I'll write a book about it. Maybe make a cool five million or so, you know? Not because people actually buy the book, but because of corruption. So it's weird how uh, it's weird how uh, uh, Andrew Cuomo has just shown up in a real estate agent's I trust.com commercial. But uh, I mean, he shows up everywhere. He's not wanted. And we would never accept him as an agent. I think that says all you need to know. Realestateagentsitrust.com. If you're buying uh, or selling across town or across the country, we can help you find the right real estate agent for you. It's a free service to you. Realestateagentsitrust.com. You are listening to the Glenn Beck Program. This is the Glenn Beck Program. So last night, it must have been about midnight, my wife and I crawl into bed, and I'm just checking the news right before I go to sleep, and I come across a uh, Carmel, New York mother uh, who is addressing the school board. Uh, Can we play the short clip here? This is a clip of what she said to the school board. I think the Board of Education and those sitting on the panels are thieves. I think they're liars and have committed treason against our children. My message to this district and the members of the Board of Ed, stop indoctrinating our children. You're teaching my children and other children that if they believe in God Almighty, they're part of a cult. These educators put their own names out there. We have Mr. Barry who took it upon himself with Miss Cyrus to create a curriculum. That should be it. Do you want the proof? I have the proof. You created a curriculum of Black Panther indoctrination. Ma'am. You use taxpayers' dollars. Can I ask you one more time? I, I, I have no issue hearing what you have to say. but why, are, why can we not let the public speak? Why can't we let the public know that you're teaching our children to go out and murder our police officers? Do you want the proof? I have the proof. Is that what scares you, the proof? That a parent actually standing up against all of you? Is that what scares you, to call out the names of these people? You work for me. I don't work for you. You have a duty. We are entrusting our children to you. We teach our children morals, values, when they grow up to commit crimes and end up in prison and kill a police officer. It's our fault? No, it's your fault. You're emotionally abusing our children and mentally abusing them. You're demoralizing them by teaching them communist values. This is still America, ma'am. And she goes on, and I've got more to play for you uh, next hour. Her name is Tatiana Ibrahim, and she's like, I'm a Christian. My husband's a Muslim. 
Don't tell me what's racist, what's not racist. Don't tell me which God to worship. You don't have any idea who children are. She just goes on. I I love her passion. And she kept holding up a stack of papers because she had done her homework. And she's like, I got it. I got the names. And that's when they tried to shut her down. When she was using the names of the teachers and the people that were actually involved in bringing people like the Black Panthers in to do a class with the kids. Are you kidding me? They said, no, we, we, we don't use we don't use names here. We can't use names. So we're going to have to shut you down on that. Don't use names. Are you kidding? Tatiana, thank you for standing up. Keep standing. This is the Glenn Beck program. Hello, America. Courage is what is required. Courage. I'm going to give you some examples of courage that I am so thrilled. I wish I could shake and hug each one of these people. I'm a hugger, so. Uh, But it might be awkward for them, but I'm telling you, these people are great examples of people that have the willingness to not only stand, but then to take the blows because they're standing up for their children and against CRT. We go there in 60 seconds. The Glenn Beck Program. One of the things I love best about Patriot Mobile is that they let you know right up front who they are. Let me give you an example of what I mean. If you're with Verizon and you haven't heard me talk about it on this program, you might be unaware that they donate to Planned Parenthood. Now, if you're with Patriot Mobile, you know exactly what they stand for. Christian conservative values. This is the only Christian conservative phone mobile phone service out there. And right now you can get free activation plus a special gift when you go to patriotmobile.com slash back. They have the broadest nationwide coverage. They use the same cell towers as all the other major carriers. So you'll get the same great service. Plus they have plans to fit any budget and their 100% U.S. based customer service team has the highest rating among all wireless carriers. They're standing by to help you right now to customize a plan. Please go to PatriotMobile.com slash Beck or just call them at 972-PATRIOT. 972-PATRIOT. PatriotMobile.com slash Beck. Get free activation now. PatriotMobile.com slash Beck. 972-PATRIOT. This hour, I'm going to ask for your help on getting a letter to Congress, your congressman, your senator, that I think is really important. We'll talk about that coming up. I uh, I also want to uh, show you an, an amazing, amazing story. This comes from um, this comes from Carmel, New York, a woman who is just a just somebody who's never obviously stood up before in, in her school board meetings goes and stands up and has the hard goods. I want to play some of this. Uh, it's The whole thing is about 11 minutes, and I wish you, we had time to play the entirety of this because I think it's important um, uh, to show you uh, how this woman is speaking up. She's really angry, so she, she at times is right up to the line, but she came with the goods. The other thing I want you to hear is they don't turn off the mics of the school board. So you can hear them 
talk about her in the background. Listen. My name is Tatiana Ibrahim, and I'm here for the first time. I'm here tonight not only as a community member, but as a parent in this district. Recently, you sent out a survey wanting to know why parents were not voting yes for this budget. So my, my situation, my vote for no is a little different. I think the Board of Education and those sitting on the panels are thieves. I think they're liars and have committed treason against our children. My message to this district and the members of the Board of Ed, stop indoctrinating our children. Stop teaching our children to hate the police. Stop teaching our children that if they don't agree with the LGBT community, that they're homophobic. You have no idea each child's life. You don't know what their family lifestyle consists of. You don't know the makeup of their, of, of their life. You have children like mine who is Muslim and I'm Christian and everyone would think they would never believe that of her, right? Because the way she looks, or according to Miss Cyrus, she's too pasty white. Ma'am, ma'am, excuse me, I'm up, up here. Did it just stop? We're, uh, we're not allowed to we use names. If you have something you'd like to discuss about a specific person, you can call the superintendent or leave your info for her to call you tomorrow. Why are we not allowed to discuss names? Why am I not allowed when they purposely themselves expose themselves on social media talking about calling for the death of a former president? or saying that any child that doesn't believe in Black Lives Matter should be canceled out. Is this what my tax dollars is paying for? You're teaching my children and other children that if they believe in God Almighty, they're part of a cult. These educators put their own names out there. We have Mr. Barry, who took it upon himself with Miss Cyrus to create a curriculum. That should be it. Do you want the proof? I have the proof. You created a curriculum of Black Panther indoctrination. Ma'am. You use taxpayers' dollars. Can I ask you one more time? I, I, I have no issue hearing what you have to say. but why, are, why can we not let the public speak? Why can't we let the public know that you're teaching our children to go out and murder our police officers? That Do you want the proof? I have the proof. Is that what scares you, the proof? That a parent actually standing up against all of you? Is that what scares you to call out the names of these people? You work for me. I don't work for you. You have a duty. We are entrusting our children to you. We teach our children morals, values, when they grow up to commit crimes and end up in prison and kill a police officer. It's our fault? No, it's your fault. You're emotionally abusing our children and mentally abusing them. You're demoralizing them by teaching them communist values. This is still America, ma'am. And as long as I'm standing here on this good ground earth of God, I will fight. Walk out. And I'm not, this is not the last of me you will see. Do you hear that? We I'm should retired. walk out. I have nothing else better to do. We can do it peacefully. 
or we can take it to the highest courts because you know and I know I'm not the only parent fighting this all across America right now. Schools are trying to poison our children's minds, teaching them about things that they have no right to be taught in school. So, so normally, I'm just gonna, if you don't mind, I'm gonna just give you just a feedback for a moment. I have no problem having a peaceful discussion. This is not a peaceful discussion. No, that's your opinion. See, here we go again. This no. is peaceful. To me, this is peaceful. Well, I'm not burning, okay. looting, and murdering. This is peaceful. No, I did not accuse you of that, but I would, it don't have a problem having a conversation with you, a peaceful conversation, which is this is not. $6.95 per child in the middle school to buy a curriculum from readtome.org that wasn't even approved by the, by the Board of Ed. The administrators took it upon themselves to buy these books with taxpayer dollars while COVID is going on. How many families are struggling to pay their mortgages? Listen, by all means, you want to teach kids these things, fine. Don't do it on my dollar. Don't infringe on my religious beliefs. Don't infringe. Do you know who makes up the majority of this district? Children from police officers' families. Blues. Back the blue children. Do you know what these children feel like when they come home? Have you spoken to them? No. You're silencing them. This whole cancel culture. You're silencing the children. Where are their rights? They have no rights. Because if they don't believe in the indoctrination, the demonic, twisted, sneaky, vile acts and, 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 and education, if you call it that, that you're teaching our children, they don't agree with that. They're either homophobic, they're part of a cult, they, 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 they're racist. What, what's, what's racist? Who defines racist? Why? Because I'm, do you know what race I am? Do you? You don't. You don't even have a, a, an idea. I could be okay, black. Stop. I could be white. This woman is, this woman is incredible. And one of the things that uh, you might have heard, one of the guys was like, we should just walk out. The school board is not listening. They don't care. They think that if you disagree with them, you're a radical. That they don't need to hear your voice. You want to go on? Fine. We should walk out. If you think that is just an isolated, uh, uh, isolated incident, you're, you'd be wrong. Two Boston public school officials have resigned over texts they sent to each other disparaging white people from their local neighborhood. Apparently, some parents stood up and said, this isn't right. And uh, they one of the uh, one of the school board members wrote and said, I'm just so sick of the Westie whites. Hmm. Referring to the neighborhood of West Roxbury in Boston. It was uh, it was a meeting where they were going to eliminate the high standards of the school district. And that way, I guess you could get minorities in. Why? Because minorities can't compete. That's not true. That's just not true. It's racist to say that. So uh, she said, wait until the white racists start yelling at us. Whatever. The other replied, they're all delusional. I hate Wes Roxbury. These people despise many of us, despise us. They'll tolerate. 
You know, the only time that they objected, and later in that tape, you can find it on YouTube, later, uh, three of the school board members object because she says, uh, you know, you work for me. I pay your salary. And immediately they go, wait, 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 no, you don't pay our salary. This is this is a voluntary position, so you're not paying. But you notice they didn't say anything while she was making outlandish charges. Why? Because that's exactly what they were doing. Let me give you this. An English teacher has resigned from top New Jersey prep school that is using critical race theory to create a hostile culture of conformity and fear, causing white and male students to believe that they are oppressors. Her name is Dana Stengel Plow. She accused the Dwight Inglewood School in Bergen County of forcing students and faculty to embrace a single set of beliefs, choking off free speech in the process. She said the school's ideology requires students to see themselves not as individuals, but as representatives of a group, forcing them to adopt the status of privilege or victimhood. As a result, students arrive in my classroom accepting the theory as fact. People born with less melanin in their skin are oppressors. People born, born with more are the oppressed. Men are the oppressors, uh, the oppressors. Women are the oppressed, and so on and so on. This is a hostile culture of conformity and fear. And she walked out. Now, let me give you another update. This is this is truly amazing. Nicole Solis, if you've been if you've been following what is happening in some of these schools, especially Loudoun County, Virginia, it's out of control, but it's happening everywhere in South Kingston, Rhode Island. The public school board there uh, has threatened to sue a mom, sue a mom. She was seeking uh, the records of critical race and gender curriculum. So she, what she's asking for is if anyone has anything that is being taught to my children in this school, please send it to me. Now, why did she have to do that? Because the school is hostile. The school knows what they're doing and they know parents are against it. And so they will not release any of that. So she goes on a Facebook and or I mean, uh, it's actually a website, I think, legal insurrection. And she says, uh, can anybody help me with this? Anyone help me with this? Well, now they're starting to sue her. Now, here's the interesting thing. The the school district first just started to smear her, said that she was crazy. Um, uh, let me see what else exactly they said. Um, she was racist. She was identified at a public meeting uh, as uh, racist and part of a racist uh, uh, activist group called Parents Defending Education. The Parents Defending Education, as far as I can tell, that is completely and outrageously false. There is no evidence that PDE was behind her requests or that that it's racist at all. So she was called a racist and part of a racist national organization. 
And it was all circulated through the mainstream local media, and none of the reporters pushed back. Now, it's really interesting to find out how that came about. So one of the uh, people that were behind all of this spoke at a school committee public meeting, uh, and uh, she was she was temporarily leaving the uh, school board. And uh, she said, I didn't write those. I didn't write that about this woman. I didn't. And I didn't accuse PDE of being racist. She said, once they got the complaint, they turned that complaint over to the public relations firm that was hired by the school committee at the recommendation of the committee's legal counsel. And so what they did is they sent out a flyer. They went to the local newspapers and they issued a statement that she was a racist. That's your PR firm that she's a racist and belongs to a racist organization. What is the average person supposed to do? What is the average person supposed to do? I'll tell you what they're supposed to do. They're supposed to stand up for people like this. Silence in the face of evil is evil itself. Not to speak is to speak. Not to stand is to stand. We are going to so regret not standing, and it's only going to get harder from here. You got to get to your school boards. You got to get to your schools and your teachers. Get CRT, this poison, out of our schools, and anybody who's for it needs to either be fired or you need to run for their position on school board. Back in a minute. Sun's out, and that means shades are in. Someone, uh, someone, as somebody who has has done a lot of work on their house, unfortunately, it seems like it never ends. I can tell you that window treatments are probably the cheapest idea to completely transform your house, and it puts an important touch on any house and any room. <clears throat> Tanya and I have used Blinds.com for years, and I think they're the best of the best. You get high-end look without having to pay high-end prices, and they're offering things right now like their outdoor shades, which can transform your backyard into a shady weekend oasis with light-filtering shades that help block the UV rays without obstructing your view. Right now, they're offering up to 35% off everything, so upgrade any room, indoors or out. With 25 million blinds sold, Blinds.com makes ordering custom window treatments online really easy with a 100% guaranteed perfect fit. Blinds.com, save up to 35% off everything now. 35% off at Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. 10 seconds, station ID. Students in one 10th grade history class at a Massachusetts high school last month were tasked with creating slides to highlight the effects that systemic racism had on George Floyd's life. According to 
PDE, Parents Defending Education, a national grassroots nonprofit group dedicated to combating state-sanctioned racism under the cloak of critical, uh, uh, critical race theory in K-12 through schools. Uh, they say that sophomores were at Concord Carlisle High School assigned to pr- uh, a prompt based on required reading from the Washington Post. They had to create a slide outlining one form of systemic racism and how it impacted Mr. Floyd's life and how he responded. Um, This is absolutely indoctrination and your child should choose to fail. You need to empower your child to not do those things. It is so critical You know, any time that you write something down, have you ever tried to memorize anything? It's so much easier if you write it and speak it than just trying to take it in your memory and just remember, remember, remember. Speaking it gives it muscle memory. Writing it does the same thing. It gives you the memory of the eyes and the muscles in the hand, and they all connect to the brain. And that plants that firmly in your brain. So you never, ever should write something that you don't believe. You shouldn't be doing this. You can study it, and if you agree with it, great. If you don't, don't do it. This is how indoctrination works. That's why they want your kids to write essays about it. They want them to make a slide about it. That's part of the, and I hate to use this word, but that's exactly what's going on, the brainwashing of American children. It is wrong for whites, it is wrong for Asians, it's wrong for blacks, it's wrong for Native Americans, it's wrong for uh, the people that live in the Aleutians. It's wrong for everybody. It's wrong for everybody. Stand against it. Don't let your children participate. This is the Glenn Beck Program. So I don't know if you've seen the latest, but the price is going through the roof on everything. We are going to hit bad inflation. That We're at the beginning of this. Groceries, lumber, durable goods, houses, everything. Everything is going up. Uh, right now, a renowned investment group, Increment, uh, I can't even say it. I'm sorry. Gosh, I'm a, well, how did I get here? Anyway, uh, this is an investment group. It's renowned, and it's uh, it says that gold could hold uh, could hit forty eight hundred dollars an ounce by the end of the decade. Maybe as much as eighty nine hundred an ounce by the end of twenty thirty. I don't know. I think it could be more than that, quicker than that. Might take longer. I have no idea, but I don't buy gold as an investment. I buy, I bought, buy it as a uh, a hedge against insanity. When the world goes insane, and it has, when the world goes insane, dollars and monetary systems collapse, and gold goes up because they always. The dog returns to its vomit. It always returns to gold. Call Goldline now, 866-GOLDLINE. All right, blazetv.com slash Glenn. Promo code is Glenn. Save 10 bucks off your subscription to Blaze TV now.
Welcome to the Glenn Beck program. You know, there's two stories that we really haven't talked about uh, very much. We've mentioned, but uh, Stu, I know you did a whole monologue last night. Great monologue on uh, Stu Does America. Um, you did a, a monologue on the uh, the IRS hack, which is uh, which is weird. How how did, how did these how did ProPublica uh, or Publica, as you said, um, <laughs> how, how how did they how did they get this information that that would be illegal? That would be obtaining information illegally, which well, I know Twitter would immediately stop if that were true. That's right. right. That that's why they pulled the Hunter Biden laptop story down, and I'm sure why they're not covering Hunter Biden using the N word multiple times in texts. Mm-hmm. So, see, Glenn, it was uh, hacked information; it was illegally obtained, and therefore they can't go along with it. Uh, unfortunately, that that standard does not apply to the world's richest people because as they explained it uh, it's in the public interest as if hunter biden using the oh, n-word okay. is not in the hunt is was not not, the, not at all in the <laughs> public interest it's in the public interest and you know what i care i yeah i care less about that part of the story than i do than all of the all of the criminal activity yeah. that he's been involved in. Yeah, because I mean, I think there's a legitimate question that some people ask, like, why do we b- care about Hunter Biden? And if he does bad things, he's not the president. Well, because he's related to a lot of these things that Joe Biden was related to. It's not about Hunter. I don't yep. care about Hunter. Yep. I care about uh, yep. Joe Biden. But yeah, the, the, I mean, the way they acquired these is part of it. But their complaint over what these tax rates are i mean they're outwardly trying to manipulate the public into thinking they're paying like you know 0.1 percent when they've just decided decided to come up with this brand new statistic which is to divide the amount of taxes paid against the wealth well we don't have a wealth tax in this country Uh, everyone knows that i mean elizabeth warren whined about it every day so they just are trying to make it look different uh, you know, they make it look like they kept outwardly comparing. They're like, well, the average person pays, you know, 16% in income tax. And these guys are only paying 0.1%. Well, you're talking about a totally different number, right? Like it's a wealth tax in in, in their mind. So, I mean, it's own, journalistic malpractice doesn't even cover it. Uh, I, I We happen to have somebody on the phone uh, that just called in that I think can speak to journalistic malpractice like crazy uh her name is katrina pearson she was a spokesperson for the 2016 uh trump campaign and senior advisor to the 2020 campaign uh she is actually in dallas this weekend uh she travels a lot she's going to be back in her own town uh saturday to speak at Turning Point's Young Women's Leadership Conference. If you haven't got your ticket yet, uh, you need to. It's a, a Young Women's Leadership Conference that really is really, really good with some top voices, including Katrina. If you don't have your tickets, go to tpusa.com right now. Katrina, how are you? I am doing amazing. Thank you so much for the intro. And I'm so excited to be back in my home state of Texas with thousands yeah. Yeah. of young women from across the country. So um, I want to talk to you about some of the news of, of the day, but tell me about the conference a little bit and what is uh, what you're covering, what others are covering. Who should come and why should they come? 
You know, I think any young woman who uh, is paying attention should come to this conference, mainly because, you know, some of the topics that you've been covering on your program and many others are so important for the future of young women in this country who believe in conservative values. Um, this particular conference is being put on by Turning Point. It's the second largest student gathering. Um, and, and I'm just so excited to be a part of it because these young women need to know that they're not alone. We cannot allow the media to silence our voices. We have to be strong. And people like myself and so many others are going to go and speak to these women. We're going to talk about the things that we experience and encourage them to continue forward. Because as we all know, uh, the media is not getting any better. Censorship is actually getting worse. And we're going to have to fight for our mm -hmm. country, fight for the politicians who are actually going to make a difference. And that's what this weekend's going to be about. I tell you, the uh, women are being uh, maligned. Uh, and just destroyed by the system when it comes to critical race theory. They're the ones that are standing up. Usually it's the moms that are standing up in these school board meetings, and they're just getting hammered to death and called all kinds of names. And uh, anything that gives women or men, anybody courage to stand against things like critical race theory and to make sure that evil is completely wiped out of your community I think is is critical because courage a is contagious, but is required at this point. It's not just required from us as individuals. It is absolutely required for every single candidate that we elect moving forward. And, you know, and as one of the original founders of the Tea Party movement right here in the state of Texas, I can tell you that there are more of us than there are of them. And we have to start showing up, whether it be at the school board, at the city council, all politics start local. I have been functioning at the national level with President Trump for six years, and it always comes back to local government. We have to be more active and engaged. Mm -hmm. That's where the left has always run circles around us. And now it's time to get back to the basics and engage in our normal civics. You know, it's amazing because uh, people have recently said to me, well, Donald Trump, I mean, he was the one that closed the economy. It was responsible to close everything down until we knew what was going on. And he was talking about an Easter. The second thing was, uh, well, let's go till Easter. And he gave every state the right to open up. They were pressuring him to do some sort of dictatorial uh, uh, message and just take over companies and take over the states. He let the states decide. It has to be done locally. We, I think we've already lost to this 12-headed hydra in, uh, in Washington. And really, the only guy that I have seen that has the balls and the willingness to do it is Donald Trump. Everything else has to be done by us. Absolutely. Uh, you know, Donald Trump, he, he got out there and let the states decide. Because at the end of the day, Glenn, you're so right. Our state governments are the first line of defense for anything when it comes to the people. And right here in Texas, we lost three million jobs after these unconstitutional lockdowns under Governor Abbott of all people. When we look at Governor Ron DeSantis, who's actually fighting, and the first person that I've seen actually provides recourse, particularly against big tech, he's going the right direction. So it's incumbent upon us to put pressure on our politicians and our elected officials to do the right thing at the right time and not wait on polling, not wait on consultants, 
but to actually defend and protect the people's rights in this country. You know, it's amazing to me what they did to to Donald Trump. And, you know, I was not for him, as I'm sure you know, uh, the the first time. But I watched him and I told the audience at the time, look, I want to be wrong. I don't think I am, but I'll be the first to admit it. Well, I was wrong uh, and uh, I did admit it. There is there is no going back for most, if not all of the corporate media they have sold their soul to uh, the devil. And you think it was just about hatred of Donald Trump. Yes, there was that. But I think there is a, a, a lot of uh, of really dirty business uh, going on as well. I mean, I think that's why I think that's why they shut down all talk of Wuhan, not only because Donald Trump said it, but also because there's a lot of money at the networks. Uh, that rely uh, that that comes from and they rely on from China. You know, there's been a lot of reporting on the connections between, uh, you know, the mainstream media and, and Chinese funding and, and the connections just in general. And I think you're right. And, and you don't even have to have researched this to understand that what they've done to this country using COVID as an excuse or a shield to their actions They've tried to accumulate as much power as possible, the kind of power that this country does not allow the government to even have, but they used it and they exploited it. I mean, why else could you could you determine which businesses are essential when it comes to, mm-hmm. let's just say, restaurants, for example? Why is it that McDonald's and Pizza Hut and all these people could stay open, but these moms and pops couldn't keep their restaurants open as if they couldn't put little blue dots on the floors in their restaurants. I mean, these are the types of things that many people are finally waking up. You know, it's been my experience traveling all over this country that many people are waking up and asking themselves these questions. And we wouldn't even be talking about critical race theory as in depth today, if not for parents being forced to look at what their children were studying in school. So thank God we've had this window of opportunity to to peek in and see what's being taught to our children. And it is my prayer that more parents get involved at the local level to stop this nonsense out. So you have the press, for instance, not covering the dirty dealings of of Hunter Biden, covering for the laptop. Even now, they are still covering for him. The stuff on the laptop is so damning. It shows that he was trying to do business using his name to get sovereign funds of all of the allies uh, of America. Um, I mean, just dirty, dirty stuff. You have Hunter Biden addressing his white lawyer as the N-word multiple times, and it's all there. Um, and yet they won't uh, print it. Do you think that we have we have uh, crossed the line or the threshold to where the media has so discredited itself that uh the truth actually can get out without them i do and and i think that you know the the media has crossed that line a couple of years ago if i'm being honest and and most people are just now coming to the conclusion that they cannot depend on the media but the good news is there's alternative forms of media out there and a lot of people are paying attention um but i'll also say that they weren't just you know covering for hunter biden um, they're actually suppressing the information. I mean, and these are things that, you know, we have to remind people, the, all of the things that Hunter Biden has done were all of the things that the media 
accuse President Trump and his family of doing. Oh, and I no know. one wants to talk about that. So this is just a whole field it's, of projection, but we've passed that point for sure. I would I would go a step further. You said they weren't just uh, uh, covering. I, I I think they they were also giving disinformation. I mean, they're using Soviet tactics. They didn't just not report it. They reported that anyone who was reporting it was in league with Russia and this huge lie. It's uh, it's it's beyond uh, negligence. It's beyond just uh, being for one side and not the other. It, it, this is this is entering criminal uh, contact, in in my opinion. Katrina, thank you so much for being on again. If you want to uh, hear from Katrina and a bunch of other really great voices uh, that, she's um, um, uh, that. Uh, uh, turning point that turning point put together at the a young women's leadership conference you can get your tickets now at tpusa.com tpusa.com i tell you i've been to several of their uh, of their events and if you want to if you want to believe in your country and believe that we have a chance just go just go watch some of the young people that are attending these conferences they're smart they're decent they know who they are and they know who we are and it'll give you a lot of hope tickets available tpusa.com right now thank you so much katrina let me tell you about uh hustler turf i mean Sure, especially in Texas, do I love to mow the lawn, uh, you know, in the middle of, of July, June, August? Sure, I do. Sure, I do. Um, but if, if you're like those crazy people that just don't like outrageous heat, you need to get a Hustler Turf lawnmower. If you're in the market for a Hustler Turf, it is fantastic. It will cut your time, in most cases, about half. They have a lawnmower that is made just for you now. It is a new 2021 Raptor series. It's built for homeowners that have have less than three acres of of, of yard that they have to cut. Um, if you are looking for a lawnmower, do yourself a huge favor and find uh, a, a hustler dealer near you. There's over a thousand of them nationwide, and you can take the hassle-free test drive select the right lawnmower i think this will be the last lawnmower you ever buy it is hustler at hustlerturf.com that's hustlerturf.com the glenn beck program this is a glenn beck program uh Stu, i don't know if you saw my instagram account uh you know and what i posted last night uh but i rented a i guess you could call it a tractor um <laughs> Did you see it? It looked like a, a house. Gigantic. It is enormous. <laughs> it's enormous. I can't believe they let me, you know, take here. I, I'll give you my credit card and you're going to give me this $350,000 tractor to just move dirt with. Okay. <laughs> um, Sounds like so, a fantasy camp. Oh, I mean, it is great. There is nothing better. I mean, it is a monster machine. It's a monster machine. Um, my, uh, my nephew who's with us, he's 12. He's he, the tires are bigger than he is. It's crazy. Um, but I tell you, I, um, I no longer want that job. Uh, it is, 
my back was killing me. Those things are even at that uh, size because you're lifting so much weight. It is so hard to control and you're bouncing all over. At least I am. Maybe if maybe if you're good at it, that doesn't happen to you. I just had that thought. Hmm. (laughs) Okay. anyway, I have real respect for people who use this giant machinery. It, It is. Uh, it's incredible. It's just incredible what these machines can do now. Yeah, it's amazing that there's actually right, well, people out there in this country that do real work and like actually have jobs that I, don't include just I, blabbing on the radio. It is sad to think that, but yes, we get paid just to blab. Wow. I'm sorry you can't all have this sweet, sweet gig. We like to call it... Where we're uh, like, oh... Yeah, white privilege is basically what we call it. Yeah. Oh, I had a hard day today. I had to talk for three hours. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. You just can't imagine. This is the Glenn Beck Program.